Hi guys, welcome to the Powerful AF Podcast. My name is Bracey Dutton and I share on the internet how I healed my food addiction by ditching toxic thoughts and ingredients. This podcast is all about empowering you with the knowledge to get on the other side of food addiction. A lot of it has to do with food and a lot more of it has to do with healing our mindset. We'll talk about healing trauma, getting rid of those nasty limiting beliefs that are holding us back and how to fully step into your power and own your life. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, keep listening. All right, guys, we are back with another episode on Powerful AF, and I have a very powerful human with me today, my friend and life coach, Wilma, and she is an amazing person who really stands and lives in transformation at all times, and I've known her for over a year now. We met through transformational trainings that I went through, a a training called Redesign, and She has been a pivotal part in everything I've made happen here in my career in the past year. And she is here with me today to discuss the importance of having a vision and what that means. And this is something I had never heard of until I did transformational training. And now I truly understand the importance of it. And with us coming into the new year, I really want to emphasize the difference between having goals and having a vision. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Wilma, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and do a little introductory. Wilma is also an addict addict in recovery, so she can relate to us food addicts very greatly and understands what it's like to be in a space of recovery and taking your power back from a behavior or a substance. So Wilma, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? All right. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So I did. I lived a long, long, hard life out in the world of addiction and never really feeling like I knew what I was doing or where I was going. So got into transformational work, learned exactly what having a vision, what it means and how to get there. Um, And I've taken this work so serious. It's been it's been great. Now I'm you know, through my businesses, I'm uh, stepping into becoming a transformational trainer currently, officially. So I'm excited for that. That's all in the works. So I am a stand for people to have the tools that I've learned. Yeah. You know, and How get long people have you going been? out. Sorry. It's been about six years now that I've been in this, this field. <laughs> Yeah. And I've made magic, you know, six years ago, I was comfortable relationship, living in my car, sleeping on my friend's couch. You know, it was a lot of inner work in the beginning. I didn't have that tangible thing to say, oh, look, I, you know, I did this thing really quick. Um, You know, it took a lot of inner work. And after a couple of years working with people, working on myself, now it has all come you know, where people can see. I have a home in two major cities. I run a business with my partner. We're getting married. Like all the things I never thought I would have and beautiful homes and everything. It, you know, my life, I live in integrity now. So it's, it's what supported. What does that mean, Wilma, to live your life in integrity? Ooh, living my life in integrity. <laughs> uh, you know, it's being a whole person, understanding I'm a whole person. I always thought I had to feel important to be a significant human. 
you know, and when I say I'm going to do something, I get to be my word on it. You know, so when I say I'm a stand for people, I'm, I'm that, a stand for myself. You know, I make the requests. I renegotiate my word if I need to. I communicate, you know, learning effective communication uh, is a huge part of these trainings too. Um, and, you know, being integrity in my life and doing the things, being the person to have what I want happen. Right. How do you feel like that relates to addiction and recovery? Oh, <laughs> it's, that's a big one. I, you know, being an addict and in, in, uh, active addiction, I did whatever I wanted. You know, I gave myself away in every turn to the substance. You know, I was always trying to run away from myself, from my life, from everybody else's life. I was very good at pushing people away before they even had a chance to know me or what I thought they were going to push, push me away, you know? Right. So it's, yeah. it's everything, the exact opposite, <laughs> complete 180. Yeah. I hear, I hear like accountability and mm -hmm. that was one of the hardest parts for me, like <laughs> that yeah. I couldn't be a victim anymore because right. I understood that I was actually the person that had the power over myself. And for so long, I just lived out of this space of being a victim to my circumstances and a victim to the way I grew up and my parents and my financial situation. And I, yeah. I think that's scary for a lot of people to be like, wait, what? I can't blame <laughs> it anymore. Yeah. Like I have to take accountability for this stuff. What are you yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, being authentic and allowing people to see us for, for what we are, you know, uh, that's a big thing that I recently have had my big breakthroughs and being ready to be seen and yeah, being accountable. You know, I I and I and I talked to other addicts about this, like, yes, it's a disease, and like let's not also be a victim to like, woe is me, I can never do anything right again in my life because I'm just have this disease. You know, I still get to be accountable, I get to learn you know, what principles in my life are going to be an asset to me today mm. and how to apply them. And I feel like that really like segues us into, you know, having a vision because, yeah. well, first let's go into what is a vision and what happens when we don't have one? Like, what does life look like when you yeah. don't have a vision? Because I feel like that is how we become susceptible to addiction and other self-destructing behaviors. Yeah, the best way it was explained to me, it's, you know, imagine having a big arrow, you know, and all the little arrows are going in the same direction inside of it. That's, we have a vision and we can align everything that we're up to. Every goal leads up to this big vision, the big why of our life. And this gets to also look like what experience I want to create you know because we have these goals set and I accomplish that goal and now all of a sudden that goal is up then I can become lost again you know or some of us tend to base our worth on what we're doing you know we are human beings we get to show up in the world in a certain way um when we don't have that vision we don't have clarity we can be confused out of convenience 
and you know, go back. That's one of my conveniently confused, you know. <laughs> and and like, well, I was, I didn't know, I didn't know, I wasn't clear on it, and I just ran off and did whatever. And you know, so we start to feel lost without without a vision, you know, and having that 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 sense of purpose and which way we want to go. I love yeah. using the example of, especially in this community, so many people have a weight loss goal and people, mm-hmm. I mean, and that is because of diet culture and society telling us we need to look a certain way. And when I'm able to get people to have a vision bigger than just the way their body looks, they're truly able to achieve the result of weight loss. Yeah. <laughs> How it being the vision and this, this brings, or this makes me think of like what you resist persist. Right. And I want you to talk on mm-hmm. how, if you say, I want to lose weight, like the dominating thing is the weight. Can you discuss the whole, how to make a powerful statement of what you want versus the other side, which would be like the lack and scarcity come from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, speaking from lack, it's, you know, I just, I just want to lose weight so I can feel better. And in the same breath, we are saying that we can't do it. Never going to be able to have this happen. Like, I just want it to happen. You know, we, we start to make a choice and be at choice in ourselves. Like, okay, I am ready to step into my worth. And that's going to look like me releasing weight. So a lot of times I, I, think we are holding the weight of the world you know we're holding on to the stress we're holding on to the limiting beliefs the unworthiness conversations and so like releasing all the weight you know what we do in one area of our life is how we do everything you know in all areas of our life and so if I'm holding on to this physical weight I'm holding on to weight of a lot of things and traumas you talk about a lot about you know addiction you know comes down to the root of we have trauma. We're holding on to that, you know. And uh, yeah, when we when we speak into what we want, it's also neuroscience and how the brain works. If I say, you know, stuff that like oh, I just I just don't want to live that way, the brain actually only hears that what you don't want. And it's good to look at it. We get to look at it, see what we don't want to have in our life, and then start speaking into the opposite of what we what we do want, mm. you know. And then. With the weight loss too, like why are we losing weight? You know, that just to look good, you know, it's we are worthy of living a healthy life. You know, if we have children, we want to be there and full of energy and being able to be present for our kids, you know, if we want to be present at work, whatever it looks like, that's that's having this big vision. It goes beyond just the, the single goals. Mm-hmm. Do you think that your vision can evolve over time or change or it can, it can, it's more of when we have this big vision, you know, my, my vision is creating a world that's nurturing and divine and unified. So along the way, that's my intention. So our intention is 99% of how we operate and the 1% is the mechanics. And so in my goals, I'm like, that's my big arrow. So on the way up, you know, my arrows, as long as they're all pointing in the same way of that vision, that can shift. It can shift throughout life, you know, not being attached to how that all should look of how it's going to happen. But as long as I'm creating the, these experiences that I say I want to have, the goals can change, they shift. It's good to 
have that one year, two year, five year, 10 year goal plan and check in, you know, get hit that 90 day mark, check in. All right. Did I have what I want to happen? Happen. Cool. If not, okay, do I want to shift? Does that still work for me? Is it still in alignment with my vision? You know, does this still feel good? Right. And we can we can shift around the goals to go towards the, the we can stand in our vision, you know, keep that strong, keep that part strong. And it can change. If you want to shift your vision a little bit, yeah. Mine definitely. <laughs> the statement changes all the time, but that's because yeah. someone told me she's like, we get to have you get clear in your vision and <laughs> say it powerfully. Yeah. And it's true because this yeah. comes down to like our actions will reflect our beliefs, right? So like to have this vision, I would say there is some inner work we get to do to actually believe that we're capable of achieving it or that we're worthy of achieving it. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Yeah. You know, so, these, these beliefs, is it, that's our context, you know, that's our environment. And, and if I'm saying one thing and I don't actually believe it, things are not going to show up. You know, it's that saying, well, I just want to lose weight, you know, and, and without believing that I'm capable of believing that I'm worthy, you know, stepping into these, these, you know, asset type principles. So I like to call them, you know, worthiness, kindness, acceptance, you know, whatever it looks like to be with ourselves in a way that's going to work. Yeah. 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 So when it comes to like going into this new year and so many people, especially that listen to this podcast and are attracted to this content, they're realizing that it's so much less about like a diet plan or a program or a weight loss <laughs> thing, right? Because that's all the doingness and they're exhausted from it because it's not working, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the reason it's not working is because the vision's lacking. And when I tell people like, what is your vision? Some of them even struggle. And it's because of that unworthiness conversation. Yeah. And I love how you talk about, you know, it is something that we get to look at because it's just running in the background. And a lot of times we don't even realize it's running in the background. Those things yeah. that we feel so excited and motivated. And we're like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to do it this time. I've got it. I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden, whatever happens that throws you off and that confirms the story that you can't do it and you always fail. And of course this happens and it's like confirming. Yeah. Limiting yeah. belief that you don't even realize is there. Right. <laughs> Throw me back in the circle. <laughs> so what would be yeah. your advice to someone to like start to like discover what those limiting beliefs are and start to reframe them so that they can create a vision that feels ob obtainable. I, if, if somebody doesn't know anything about that, get a coach, get somebody that is trained to do this, wants to do it. You know, people ask, why would I have a life coach? Like I, for me looking at it, I was like, I'd rather pay somebody with an unbiased opinion to illuminate my blind spots. You know, because, you know, we can have friends out there. Be like, oh, you're doing great. This is fine. It's, it's right. good. It's like, but no, but like, I want to hear my shit. I saw you this. Know. Hang on. I saw a TikTok. I think it was Seth Godin. I think it's his name. 
he was like, why is it that we're taking advice from our friends, but our therapist isn't giving us advice? They're just like, yeah. we're venting to our therapist and getting advice from our friends. And it should be the opposite. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. So, or a coach, you know, like I agree completely. Yeah. If, yeah. And that's, you know, if you really want to get into it and we can start looking at, you know, what keeps showing up again and again and again, you know, we, we switched the job we have the same shitty boss. We switch the partner. It's the same person in a different body. And we switch the diet. We get the same result. So that's a you good lose place. You lose the weight. To... And all of yeah, lose the weight. are still there. Right. <laughs> and you thought right. it would fix and everything. Yeah. And so that's a very good indication that there is something running in the background that we're not seeing. And you know, nobody taught us how to do this up until till now so you know it's like okay this this thing keeps happening over and over and over again in my life you know there's something there so that's yeah get a coach it's, guys it's or even get just like start reading books you know like personal yeah. development books or mm-hmm. books about healing trauma there's so many resources out there to just to start doing yeah. the work I like to call it the work because it is work <laughs> yeah. and it gets messy and yeah. it's scary to like, yeah. like I said, it's scary to have to have these realizations and start taking accountability for the results, right? Because yeah. the results in our life are, are an indication of our beliefs. Would you agree? Like if you're not oh, yeah. getting the results that you want, you get to look at yeah. what are your beliefs about yourself and about the world. And about other people, because some of my biggest like limiting beliefs are I can't trust other people or other people aren't dependable. Yeah. And that shit is exhausting because guess what? I keep attracting people into my life that aren't dependable and can't be trusted. Right. Right. You know, or I have to do everything on my own and, you know, we won't go ask for the support. And also, you know, get a friend as an accountability buddy, somebody that's going to be kind and give honest like feedback and honest, you know, how am I doing in my life? And somebody you can get vulnerable with, you know, not somebody that's going to be nice and tell you what you want to hear or what they think you want to hear, right. you know, and have somebody that, that you can get, get messy with. Breakthrough is not a nice, graceful, pretty thing. A lot of times getting to the other side of it. That's, that's where the, the joy comes through. Um, but yeah, yeah. And that's why yeah. it's so important to have support, right? Because it is messy and hard and scary, but you don't have to do it alone. Like, don't have to. please don't do it alone. Yeah, because the times I, I did continue to try to do it on my own, my best thinking got me right back to where I started every time. Right. Over and over, you know. What is this thing that we like think that we have to do it on our own? What do you think that is? Like, why are we so closed off to asking for support? I think in our society that being vulnerable is looked down upon so hard that if we are vulnerable with anybody, we're going to get taken advantage of, you know, people, you know, get rejected and we have, it takes a lot of, uh, like an experience gets to have, like when there's a lot of energy behind it, it hits us harder. So that's why the traumas hit us and stick. You know, and when we're in a state of joy for a while and things are going good and it's it's kind of calm and boring, but then we have that one hard hit from something, that's going to be the thing that sticks. And so that's where those limiting beliefs are mm-hmm. there. And so, you know, we get to 
start letting go. But I think, you know, it's a vulnerability thing, you know, especially in like men where it's, you know, suck it up and be a man. I'm like, I don't know what that, that means, but yeah, if we can get vulnerable and, and allow ourselves to be seen, you know, we can get through it. Go ask for the support. You know, it's, that's, it's, huge. that's been big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has. Yeah. The, and I, I mean, that's something I talk about probably if I had to choose like one way of being that I could talk about all day is, well, I guess it's two, but like vulnerability and authenticity. Yeah. Cause that's the only reason I am where I am now is because of being willing to access those two things. And, mm-hmm. you know, my whole life, I thought it was because I've always been open in the way of like wearing my heart on my sleeve and oversharing but now yeah. that I know how to do it, not from a victim space, but from a, like, I'm taking my power back and I know I can't do it by myself. Everything is transformed. Yeah. Yeah. And the power of words too, people will look at it as like, oh, I have to ask for help. You know, if you think of being helpless, it doesn't necessarily have a great energy behind it. It doesn't necessarily feel good to be just a helpless person. And most of us aren't. We just need a little support along the way. You know, for me, I ask people for reminders. If I have a group call or call I have to get on, I know myself. I can set an alarm five minutes before the call. I'll shut it off, turn around and go start doing something else. Like, hey, call me. You know, this is, that's the support I I need to like be, you know, have people hold me accountable. We get to let people know what we want to be held accountable to, you know, and not take from people and just expect them to babysit us. But you know, shifting that, like, we know we're not helpless. It's it's not like I can't do it on my own. I'm just going to get a lot further if I ask for support and allow people to support me. It's so interesting to live in a society where it's like, we're so connected yet so disconnected at the same time. Like, and uh, like, you know, back before um, social media and technology and before everything became so industrialized and we were, we lived in tribes and like, we did things together in groups of people. We raised children like together. And I think it's time that we get to tap back into like creating those communities, right? Because we're so much more powerful in groups and in pairs and in conjunction with other people. And I love how you mentioned like having a coach or some sort of accountability to point out your blind spots because it, it makes me picture yeah. that wheel of there's this little tiny sliver of stuff that we know and then the tiny sliver of stuff we know that we don't know like I don't know yeah. how to perform brain surgery like you said yeah. and then the huge amount of space left all the stuff we don't know that we don't know and I think yeah. we're like we like beat ourselves up for like not knowing that stuff right <laughs> And all that it is, is possibility. It's, it's, it's the whole let all that's left is possibility. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that something different could happen if I let go of what I believe for just a moment, you know, is it possible? And that's a good thing about coaches. We don't give advice. We're not just going to tell you what to do. It's about asking the questions. It'll open up our own thinking because we're the wisest people we know. So you know, when you call me with some stuff, I start asking you questions and you figure it out. I just shift your perspective a little bit. And that's you know? so empowering, right? Because like, yeah, like you said we actually do know way more than we give ourselves credit yeah. for. 
and it's it's so nice to have that person in your corner who believes in you and yeah. if you grew up how I grew up that was lacking that was lacking yeah. of people and it wasn't because they didn't believe in me but they didn't believe in themselves and then that got that got portrayed onto me and the environment that I grew up in like mm-hmm. just not a lot of confidence and inspiration and encouragement was very much like just go to work and come home and do it all again the next day so when you're in this environment of transformation and growth you have like when I entered into redesign it was the first time that people like looked at me and were like you're awesome you're worthy you're amazing you're powerful look at you go and at first it's like you guys are full of shit like I know that you're just (laughs) Yeah. Like try to make me feel good about myself, but that's a trauma response. Yeah. Right. So it's, that is one of my favorite parts about all of this is surrounding yourself with people who build you up because we need that. We need that like love and acceptance and all of that. So yeah, 100%. You know, a lot of people are walking around and give them a compliment. What do you want from me? (laughs) Dukes up. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. So powerful. So powerful. Okay. So in regard to vision, what would you say vision versus, because when you were talking about vision, I think of the word purpose and I think people get really overwhelmed if they try to figure out what their purpose in this world is. So how would you decipher between vision and purpose? Between vision and purpose? Or are they? Uh, it's it's pretty close, you know. I would say like healing is not our purpose. It's mm-hmm. the most necessary, wonderful tool that we have to get from this limiting, you know, scarcity mindset. And we heal, we break through, and we get on the other side so we can live with purpose. You know, we're we're human beings. We're intuitive. You know, we're, to each other, our energy does vibe out. So other people were literally electromagnetic energy. So even if that's why we start with being, because if, I mean, smiles are contagious. Mm-hmm. If I walk by you and I smile and you smile, like we're, we're doing something here with some connection. So starting to tap into a vision, like I, you know, I want to go around. I have a mission this week in Miami. I'm walking around, see how many people I can get to smile back at me. It's kind of tricky in the city. I'm doing it. <laughs> um that's the first thing I started implementing like six years ago was I just started smiling more and my life has gotten better ever since then so I love that yeah yeah and that's another neuroscience thing our brain knows if you smile our brains do or our faces will react I might not be able to see it but there's some studies where they put little sensors on there and it's a signals the brain to like oh hey I can be happy too so we're vibing out, you know, we're vibing out to people at all times. And like, what are we, what are we generating out there? You know, what are we being sourced for the next person that experiences us? You know, so living with the purpose to create, you know, these experiences is my vision. Love that that land. I, yeah. I would say to the no. people out there who they're like, I don't even know what my vision is. That's okay. Yeah. Like you, yeah. because we are so disconnected from ourselves and we are so unclear on what we're doing here because we spend so much time trying to please other people and trying to fit the mold and trying to make sure people like us and accept us and make sure we're safe. And yeah. 
so easy to get disconnected from that part of you and just starting to make those small changes. Like, okay, what, what do I want to create today? Like for me in the beginning, I was like, I just want to be happy. Like if I could just be happy, uh, my life would be so much better. And like, that was my vision for that season. Like just not just, but find ways to be happy. And so I started to create those. I started to smile more. I started to shift my language. So what are some other ways you feel like people could start tapping into figuring out what their vision is if they feel super disconnected from that part of themselves? Well, with that too, you say like, I just want to be happy, you know, and then I have a lot of people like, I am here to figure out what my vision is. That's awesome. You know, that's, that's in some people, like I have a big vision and I want you to carry me along the way. And I'm like, well, you can, you can, I'll be here. Um, (laughs) But really it's, it's all, it's about clarity, getting clear, you know, what does happiness look like for me? Because happiness will be the outcome generated from me finding ways to have these experiences that will cause me to be happy. You know, I'm at cause for my happiness. So when I look at it, because what makes Bracey happy, what makes Wilma happy is not going to be the same thing. You know, you wake up at 5am, you'll never catch me doing that. I'm like, I'll get up, go hang out with my cats. You are wake up, you're a go-getter with your kids. It's amazing. So me looking at somebody else's happiness, comparing it to that, I'm like, why aren't I just happy? You know, well, we get to get clear. What is, what is happy? You know, is it is it me being kind and experiencing kindness with people and and you know having lots of love in my life? Self care. Like, let's get in on the self care. Like, doing nothing is doing something. Whatever is going on in this society that we think we cannot slow down for a second, you know, it's that gets to the shift. A lot of people are realizing that, you know. I get to stop for a second. And I always tell people doing nothing is doing something. That'll be a weekly goal of mine. Do absolutely nothing for three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, go sit out by, you know, in nature somewhere and just don't even do anything. Uh, let my, let my thoughts kind of purge out, you know? Um, yeah, I feel and, I, that's so powerful. Anytime I do that, I yeah. get like downloads from like the inner part yeah. of me. Or it's like, oh, that's a good idea. Or I, I haven't thought about that. I would say yeah, unplugging, yeah. like you just said, is one of the like greatest mm-hmm. ways to get clear on your vision. Yeah. Yeah. And slowing down and and looking at what is important to me. You know, if somebody does have weight loss goals, you know, is it just about the weight? Why is it about the weight? Let's look a little bit further. You know, what am I going to, you know, what value will I create when I hit my weight goal? You know, what is the value I want to create by eating clean, you know, looking at these, like, it's the ways of being like, what principles am I going to re-implement into my life? That's going to be part of my vision, you know, and, and, you know, it's a lot. It does take slowing down, getting present to myself, you know, meditations becoming more of a norm, you know, and it's, it's great. Um, you know, and looking where we're at to where we want to go, that's going to help us set our goals. And we, in every moment, being very clear too, like, this is my vision. I'm committed to creating boom, 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 boom. No matter who asks you, if you are experiencing overwhelm, getting down on ourselves, feel those limiting beliefs coming up, be able to stop, breathe. You know, I, I, when we're anxiety and uh, overwhelm or, um, 
what is it? Anxiety and excitement are the same exact sensation in our body. Only anxiety is when we're not breathing. You know, so it can be a good indicator. Stop for a second, breathe. And like, what am I, what am I doing all Okay, I'm committed to creating this vision. I, I get to stop and shift into living out of my vision. So no matter what I'm doing, I'm always creating that experience. And we create the experiences because we don't know where we'll be in the next moment. So, you know, if I have the same vision and want to create the same experience and I have to go move across the country, like that doesn't have to change. Next, I get to this new place and I just reset my goals to have that that same experience uh, experience happening. Right. You know? Yeah. What I hear in that is like living on purpose. Like, Living on purpose with purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like I used to just go about my like I feel like that's the difference between being in survival mode and like just trying to get through the day versus when you have a vision, each action you take, each word you speak, each interaction you have is gets to be in alignment with your vision. And when you allow yourself to get quiet and connected to yourself you are able to get clear on that so yeah good stuff yeah and then when I'm clear when we're clear this is where I'm going this is you know by the this is how I want to get there this is the time I want to get there then in every moment I can be intentional in my day I can be intentional in you know going into this this meeting going into the kitchen to go cook my food you know, what am I, what am I going to create here and, and why? Oh, I have a big why. I know exactly why. Yeah. You know, and then it, it, it's, it has a step away from just being overwhelmed by everything, you know, being intentional. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge, huge big great step. advice going into the um, new year for you guys and making it yeah. Le- yeah less about like goals and more about what your vision is for your life. And I will tell you, the universe will yield magical things for you when you get in alignment with your vision things will just start coming to you you won't even have to force it like you would when you are out of alignment when you're in alignment things just kind of start happening and it's beautiful and amazing and I love the magic of all of that so we're done with this quick little episode but you guys can look forward to hearing more Um, We'll go more into similar subjects about how to get in alignment. Thank you so much for being here, Wilma. And I have one last question. What does it mean to you to be powerful as fuck? What does it mean to me? It means everything. It's the thing that brings me joy. It inspires me. It keeps me going through the day. I love standing in my power. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Wilma. And um, where can people find you? You just started TikTok. So where I did just start TikTok. (laughs) Thank you for coaching me on that. Uh, It's stop, stop, recover, choose on TikTok and Facebook. So I'm, I'm mixing up the addiction, uh, like 12 step program, drug addiction with transformational work. So we're going to call that transformational recovery. Oh, I love so it. helping all the yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. So yeah, thank you. you. And thank you again. And we'll talk again soon. Yes, we will. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys.